everyone, welcome to episode 383 of the Shame One Chance Analysis Podcast. It's a special episode this week because I watched something on my television that did not require button presses to, you know, participate in. Hey, gods. This doesn't, it doesn't sound happen like the often. Chamberlain I know and love. No, no, it, it doesn't happen often, but just like the Chamberlain you do know, I was not entirely pleased with what I watched. Mm-mm. Well... Okay. Well, so we're talking was, about the Castlevania was, Nocturne. Yes, we're talking about Castlevania Nocturne. It 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 wasn't <clears throat> bad. It was not yeah. bad. And but. here's the thing: bad bad animes are still being made. And oh, they're still constantly. being popularized. My older brother is telling me to watch this one. I forget what it's called. It's like Jujo Kenshin or something like that. Jujutsu so, Kaisen. I uh, maybe, but what it is is first of all, it's not anime. It's CGI. Mm. That's which can work yep. but it's 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 not often that it does second he tells me that it's like a tournament and every guy has a different fighting style and they go all into the details of the fighting style and everything and I'm like I already know what this fucking is this is one of those animes where they're like that guy is using the blah 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 stance. That stance hasn't been seen in 500 years. It's said to be undefeatable. And and like I'm telling him this, and he's like, "It's not like that at all." So I put on the first episode. The very exactly that. The very first scene is this 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 young, trim, handsome guy in an alley who's just too cool, and a great big muscly dude who's like, "Who are you looking off to?" And this skinny little salaryman is watching it go down. And he's like, and constantly, instead of any action, we cut over to the salary man who is reacting, who says that this handsome, slim young man no. can't possibly hold a candle to this this gigantic uh, beefcake of a monster. Don't get this it. isn't this isn't a manga. And then, you know, every punch it cuts over to the guy to describe his reaction to the punch, and it Ew. is just it fucking Ew. insufferable. It's fucking insufferable. And on the other hand, there's Castlevania Nocturne. Which so, I agree. Oh, go ahead. The, go ahead. The, the, the real issue is, we talked about this, is that it just isn't as good as the first series. Not, not quite. In like any the, way. The action. The, like, yeah, like, the, the, like, action, the action is not as good. I actually don't... A lot of the characters just... Like, by the time you're done with the original series... You really like Isaac. You're like I'm, you're on Isaac's side. Yeah, and I, yeah. and I, I rewatched that episode. Isaac says, "I've decided to live." I'm like, "Yeah, good." Every, on every you, couple you know? mo- months, I watch the flies eye scene, and it's just like shit. Yeah, oh, it's so. Am good. I gonna show this? Should I show this to my dad? Can I rope my dad into this? Maybe. <laughs> it's yeah, and 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 you really like Trevor, and you're happy to mm-hmm. see Trevor get a happy ending. You know, you you like these characters, right? Not just that, this but the, one... the pacing of the action in the first one. Like uh, yes. uh, I said, when we watched the trailer for Nocturne, I was like, that's a lot of crazy looking action, and that's mm-hmm. what I loved about uh, the last Castlevania series. Is like I, I keep on thinking about this one move. In the first one, I think he's fighting Alucard, where he's he's swinging the whip around, and he brings it around, and he just holds up a thumb. And the whip cur- arcs around his thumb, and it changes the trajectory, and whack! It hits Alucard in the side of the head and sends him flying. Yeah. It's just, you could read every move, and it felt mm-hmm. so fucking cool. And in this, it's just fireworks going off. It's really hard to follow, for the most part. It's, it's the, fi- kind the of fire s- is there kind of showing off at the fire. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I mean... But- but it, it, you're not as I, I didn't find myself as emotionally involved in the action just because no. it wasn't as readable and it wasn't directed as as excellently as it I was know. in the in the Castlevania series. I honestly think the best fight was the first two minutes because 
mm-hmm. in her fight. I don't remember her name, but but um, Richter's mother. You see her fight, and you understand that she is literally an amalgam of the Belmont fighting style and the and speakers. Yes, yeah. I, I gotta go with the prison fight, specifically the part where where the uh, the big bag is got a pinned with the uh, cell door. Oh yeah, the yeah, that yeah, was my yeah, yeah. Okay, well, like, let's, let's not be yeah. too let's not mm-hmm. be too hard on it. Compared to Jujutsu Kaisen or whatever, this is a fucking masterpiece. It's that not quite as good. It's not quite as good as the last Castlevania series. In a vacuum, it's still better. I probably would have liked it. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah in, a, in a vacuum, it's you know without the previous Castlevania series, it's the best Castlevania series has ever been. Uh, yeah. Really good action, just. It's not reaching those heights, but that's okay because by the end of this arc, by the end of it's like eight episodes or something, mm-hmm. and they, they clip by yeah. pretty fast. And here's the thing: this is an anime. It's just another anime, and we all fucking watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. When does that? When does that shit happen? And like that's sometimes true. I'll, that's I'll, right. you know, I'll take a, a little piece of an anime and check it out and go no. And this, I took a bite and I was like. Maybe another. Still pretty good. And then another bite, yeah. and then uh, before I knew it, my plate was clean. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad anime. I, I, I devoured this over two days. That's yes. what I did. I Same. watched a couple episodes yesterday. I watched the rest today. And it, it clips. I, yeah, it does. It clips along. I think it's missing mm-hmm. a good villain, honestly, especially because spoilers, spoilers yeah. here for Castlevania. The the bad guy you actually like liked dies at the end to Alucard, who saw, shows up for no reason. Other than to make you watch second. season two, yeah. No, he shows up because this is Richter Belmont, and they're doing yeah. something. And he has to make fun of him a little bit, which I did. And appreciate. in his defense, they just lost the son. He would be kind of yeah. worried about that. Yeah, that's true. But the the big bad, what's her face? I mean, I, yeah, I appreciate she's... the name, but yeah, the, she's not the, her her character Bathory? design. Yeah. I don't really care for. Like, she's just not as cool as Dracula. No, no, not at all. Yeah. She's or really even um, Carmilla. Carmilla. Yes. yes. If you go back and watch the, some of the Carmilla stuff, Carmilla is so good. Her last yes. fight She's is the one. highlight of the series. Oh, it, uh, yeah, 100%. Her versus It Isaac. was like the cover oh, for Castlevania God. for like six months. Yeah. But Orlocks is really fucking cool. Love that dude. You Love like him dude. more than you should. <laughs> yes, and like like I know that you killed my friend's mom, but I want to I want to see you happy because you do seem like a chill dude, and I like you. And, uh, you and seem yeah, to the, want the God, sun to the keep name? rising. Keep talking. What's the name of the one? The, the name of the one that Alucard kills at the end. I can't remember her name. It says uh, a couple Z, of times. I think it was Z something. Yeah, yeah I'm not, like, I don't know. Her, her hair is character. Her character yeah. design was fucking sick. It's yeah, almost like, more demon like. They worked in Lilith, without yeah, having was, Lilith. She That's was true. scary and cool and sexy as fuck, and her shoes were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I fucking loved it. And then her. she had wings and a tail. You're like, yeah, this yes. is pretty cool. I like this. She's like a full-on succubus <laughs> or some shit. And yeah. then, uh, and yeah, so, like, for some reason, I, lo- I liked her way more than Bathory. Um, and then, and then yeah. the eclipse happens, and Bathory transforms, and she's supposed to be, like, scarier, but she's over-designed. Yeah. She becomes a cat person, and you're just like, okay. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know where this is going. I hope she transforms into a dragon or something cool at some point. But uh, yeah, no. It, overall, yeah, I'm like thumbs up. Check it out. Because Orlock turns into a dragon, so we mm-hmm. have her, him as a dragon fighting Bathory as a dragon. Exactly. That could be cool. All right. I just wrote the end. Well, no, he's the, he's the man on the inside, but he killed the protagonist's mother. <laughs> well, maybe they'll season. maybe they'll find out later that you know like, I don't know. No, he, he killed the man he loved, and that's why she killed him, or he killed yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, t- it's not a. You can see where he's coming from. 
I do love Orlok saying, I don't love you, to the other guy, to the mm-hmm. paladin or whatever he is, and then saving him later does. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that felt a little die. like, like, why is this happening? You know, like, it seems so out of nowhere that somebody, oh, these dudes are, like, in bed because there's no build-up to it, but at least there was a payoff. Like, he saved him. Orlok saved him, so... I don't know. Uh, speak, speaking of the love that dare not speak its name, hmm. uh, the first three episodes of our Flag Means Death Season 2 are now available on uh. HBO Max and Crave in Canada. Uh, and I was able to watch it this afternoon. And uh, I'm so glad it's those first three episodes, because... There are big questions hanging over what the fuck is going on, and uh, Blackbeard is in a very dark place <laughs> following the events of the first season, and it kind of answers every question you want answered, and then it leaves you hanging for what comes next, and I'm dying to know what happens next week in Our Flag Means Death. Okay. It's, it's great. It's just back to being great, and all these characters you love are back, and they're introducing new characters. Um, oh, God. She was on Saturday Night Live. She plays uh, Jackie... Uh, black lady went to the Olympics. Um, oh shit! Um, you know, you know who I'm talking about. I do know who you're talking about. She played Trump for a minute. It was pretty good. Um, yes, Leslie <laughs> Jones. Yes, Leslie Jones. Uh, Le- Leslie Jones features heavily in like at least the first episode. <laughs> one of the crewmates becomes another one of her husbands. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's great. It's 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 nice to see it back. Did you return oh, yeah. to Asuka at all? Asuka. has been yeah. That's been another episode, hasn't there? Oh, it's Ahsoka. Ahsoka, sorry. Uh, yeah. No, no, tech- there's there, there's two there's two episodes. I keep kind of reminding myself that it's there. It's homework. Admit it. Yeah, like I don't really give a shit, and mm-hmm. no one does. Okay. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I, I like the... too much Star Wars is a thing. No, no it's I not too much Star Wars. It's ago. just kind of the way it's handled. Uh, Ahsoka feels like it's handled very much as like a YA novel. Ooh. And those can be done very well. It's just this isn't well, one of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, my brother kept on hassling me to rent the Meg 2 because he loved the Meg. Okay. And it's now... I don't remember where it's free. I think it's free to watch on Prime. So I watched it. Uh, you ever watch okay. a movie and you are really aware of how much uh, Chinese money is involved in the production of it. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. Martian is pretty egregious. Uh, no, no, man. The Martian it was nothing compared to this because oh, no. we get we get this random um, Chinese billionaire character. Oh, he saves who is, everybody. Who is, yes, who saves everybody mm-hmm. and is just a good and awesome guy and can do no wrong and, um, and is best friends with the protagonist and they each mm-hmm. get their hero moments. Um and half of his dialogue is in, like, full Mandarin with subtitles. And it's, you could really feel like this movie was designed to be played in theaters in China. Like, okay. Yeah, and beyond that, just as a creature feature, and uh, yeah, it was, like, very PG. Very PG for the Meg. It's about a, it's about a Meg. Megal- oh. it's, it's about Megalodons. It's Meg 2. They made it yeah, sharks. Sharks. Colossal yeah. sharks, yeah. And it's a fairly yeah. bloodless, and dare I say, toothless... Ooh. Creature feature. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, on Netflix, um, I don't know when the first of these uh, Wes Anderson rolled doll things came out on Netflix, and it's not like uh, it's not like Cabinet of Curiosities where you can click on and see the series. There's a 17 minute short film called The Swan, hmm. which is oh, a oh rolled, they do the whole book, Neat. which is a rolled doll short story. 
and it's 17 yeah. minutes long. And then there's a 17 minute long one called The Rat Catcher. Yep. They're, which they're you doing, have to look up separately. Yeah. Then just, yep. there's a 17 minute one called Poison, which is just about a guy who uh, has a snake on his stomach. And people are trying to figure out how to get the snake off him without alerting the snake. <laughs> and then there's, I think it's about an hour long, uh, one called The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. The first three, The Swan, The Rat Catcher, and Poison, are all so interested in, like, you know how Asteroid City was very interested in the audience's awareness that these are actors telling a story? Okay. Alex, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The Rat Catcher, Poison, and the Swan are literally actors standing there, fairly motionless, telling you the story. Yep. As they walk through kind of like a, I won't want to say cheaply made, but obviously fabricated background. And other players come in just to stand there as representations of characters. And you are told a story. It's, I found it kind of magical, but don't go into it expecting it to be a short film as you're used to a film being like it's not that it is it is uh it is an actor telling you a story and these actors are fucking awesome we're talking yeah. ben kingsley we're talking ray fines and uh, the guy who the guy who yeah benedict cumberback and the guy who played the western dude in um in asteroid city the guy who was agent 47 in the most recent hitman movie i don't know oh, his name oh. but he's fucking excellent He's absolutely oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in um, Death of Stalin, a Stalin son. I don't remember him in that at all. Um, now the the Wonderful Life of Henry Sugar is is not quite as as dry as the shorts. It feels more like a proper Wes Anderson movie, um, and it was it was fun. It was like you know delightful little white people culture <laughs> for a yeah. bit there. <laughs> and those were all the notes yeah. I got. We have things to offer occasionally. Come on now. We 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 do. We uh, we took uh, we took the blues and we made country music out of it. Well, I mean, sometimes we have positive things to offer, though. Sometimes we, we, we boil cabbage. <laughs> great British Bake Offs is fun. Uh, great, that, everyone loves Great yeah. British Bake Off. Yes. There's yeah. that. There's that. There's the Beatles. We we did the Beatles, but oh. of course they were just ripping off a of black art form. There you go. Well, that that is true. So was Led Zeppelin. I mean, so are the Rolling Stones. I mean, it's. I've got like twenty minutes of awesome tracer footage, and I'm trying to find a song to put it to, and I hate everything I'm trying to set it up to, and I considered when the levee breaks. That's a great that's, one. That's a good song. That might I be know, my favorite. But, but it, it's it is my favorite Led Zeppelin song. But I worry, like, I probably if I tried to put that on YouTube, it would just get hundred uh, percent immediately yeah. flagged. Yeah, we just get flagged. And Jimmy Page like, would show up at your house and break your kneecaps. It's like somehow. If I, uh, God, I don't want to say Marvin Gaye. Maybe it is Marvin Gaye. If I ever try to put up anything by Marvin Gaye, just, nope, you can't put this video up. Fuck. <laughs> They're very good at that. The AI is somehow it's listening to everything you do. So, uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. How far did you get? I think I'm pretty much at the last mission. I'm close good. to it. Um, I got to the point where you have to make the choice, mm-hmm. and I chose uh, I chose to stick with Idris Elba. Really? Because it, at this point, it became clear to me where I definitely feel like Songbird has been somehow compromised, not but just by her situation, but I think she might be a rogue AI. That's an interesting right? read. I think a rogue AI may have taken over Songbird, 
and or is manipulating song songbird somehow. Um, is that I thought not it was songbird, and I don't think that's the case. Oh well, maybe she just maybe I just think she those, just got in over her head and just wants the, to live. Those big pretty eyes uh, might have might have done their job on you, sir. I don't know. Being, Whoever plays her is doing a great fucking job. Well, all the performances are great. Mm-hmm. Um, all the side quests so good. In, in Dogtown are really good. And yeah. the only thing that kind of pisses me off about Dogtown is you're put into situations a lot where you have to get wet. Like, you're going yeah. to have to kill these guys. And yep. I felt like uh, most of the other side quests throughout Night City always gave you an option of how to approach it. Yeah, but uh, they're basically Blackwater, so fuck them. Who's Blackwater? Um, the, the um American Mercenary Company that Bargus is riffing off of. Oh, oh yeah, no, I, I don't have a problem killing Bargus, but you're often sent into like, well, and of course the other ones are scavs. You're often put up against scavs. I don't have a problem killing scavs. Um, it was weird to take out a bunch of scavs, and at the back you find a doctor who says he's just trying to help people. Yep, but he's you really, he's lying. And you really want to? Be- I wanted to believe he's him. He's a selfish bastard. You know it. Oh, really? Did you kill him? I did. I, I didn't. Yeah. I killed the woman who was going to kill him. Because hmm. I had been sent to save him. That was my job, and I do the job. For the most part, I do the job. Like even that one where um, where this guy's locked in a trunk, and he'll like fucking pay anything to get out of the trunk if you don't deliver him to the tiger claws. I deliver him because I wasn't hired to free you, buddy. Hmm. I got a reputation to uphold. I get that job done. Hey, that's regret. Which, to this day, I still don't know what it does. I don't know what it does in Phantom Liberty, frankly. Or in, in Patch 2.0. I don't know you what You sure get a lot does. of it. Yeah, you get a lot of that. You get a lot of XP, and you end up with so much money. Yes, you do. It took, like, it took until you explained to me that you could craft... Um, you legendary. craft legendary crafting components mm-hmm. for me to like get crafting components, and now I'm usually sitting on about three hundred. And then I'll go to the uh, I'll go to the Ripper Dock and I'll upgrade a bunch of stuff, and then I'll get down to zero. But then you know, in an hour or two, I'll have another fat stack of legendary crafting equipment. Nice. <sighs> I'm very happy with two point I had a great time. I'm pretty happy with two point It makes me want to uh, start like a new hacker character. Yeah. Oh, um, the only thing that kind of annoys me is I know that I would have to play through pretty much the entirety of the game if I made a sniper character to get that incredible fucking sniper rifle. It's so good. And, like, Jim, you haven't played this, have you? No, I have not. I have not. Okay. There's you you a get two very sick weapons. There's a sequence where you have to cover Idris Elba. And in order to do this, you sneak up behind a sniper who's kind of, like, set up with, like, a gun turret. But it's not a turret. It's a giant emplaced sniper rifle. And hmm. the thing is colossal, and you can sweep it over the entire area that Idris Elba is traveling through and like protect him and, and call out enemies as, as, that he can deal with. And then once that entire sequence is finished, there's this... And the turret kind of opens up, and you pull the rifle out of its encasement. And now you just have this sick sniper rifle for the rest of the game. It felt so fucking cool. It made me want to... One of the worst glitches I've had in years was at the very end of that mission, it would not trigger. I was stuck in the turret, and I had to do that three oh. times. Oh. Um, That's a, a long people... fucking sequence, isn't it? It is. It is. A lot of people I were was so happy when it ended, and I got the sickest sniper rifle in the game. 
a lot of people were complaining that like they're seeing the same pedestrians over and over. I have noticed that. I have seen people like wander into cars a lot. Like you just clip, they just clip through the car like it's not there mm. in mid combat. Like this happens regularly, but it doesn't really bother me. It just annoys me because they're harder to hit when they're within a car. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, do you know the side quest where you uh, you deal with a couple dirty cops and then one of them calls you later? He's opened a hot dog stand. Yeah. You go to the hot dog stand, and it's behind, like, a shutter door. And that shutter door might have been open for you. But for me, I walked up to the door, and he's like, Hey, V, come on in. Uh, let me sh- let me sh- let me get you the best dog in Night City. And the door is still closed. I can't see him. <laughs> I can't walk in. I, I tried probably ten times of, like, going around the city, loading earlier saves, trying to get it now. But it's been patched today, and I still haven't tried it, because... I don't really give a shit what happens at the end of Phantom, Phantom Liberty. I played a little bit of um, um, Stormvale Angel. I just did my Elden Ring shit. And then I had some sick carry tracer games with my brother in Overwatch just before the podcast. Man, there is little in this veil of tears we call life that is as satisfying as hard carrying a lobby on tracer. <laughs> I had a hard carry game on Zenyatta last night. I actually put up the video. It's called uh, Bring It Farah. And we were losing this game. I was playing Mercy. You know, I'm just being a good Mercy. I'm pocketing my DPS. I'm giving my tank all the heals in the world. And nothing is happening. The enemy gets the point up to like 70%. I walk back to spawn, come out on Zenyatta, and run that fucking lobby. I ended up going Hmm. 26-1 and for the game. Nice. I just rocked it. What does, uh, what is Chamberlain been playing? Well, I got to the end, of, such as it is, of Starfield. Finished it. Such. Yeah. So, star, spoilers for the end of Starfield. Spoilers. At the end of Starfield, you, you finally... So, okay. Alex, did you fight the hunter and the what's-his-face, the, the other guy, the, the two bad guys? Did you fight them? Nope. I didn't either. Mm-hmm. You you can you you fight some of their subordinates and you fight a lot of other starborn, but you get to the end, and you they there's like one piece of the artifact behind them, and they have their own pieces, and I love that you can talk them into, you know what you can have them this time, and they walk away. You don't have to kill them. Just this once. Just this once. Maybe next time. So I didn't fight them, and then right at the end, you get to go through. And it gives you an epilogue for every bunch of side quests that you've done. It tells you what would have happened, which I like. You just literally walk around this piece of liminal space and and get some... Actually, it's from yourself. It's from a version yeah, of yourself. You have a nice conversation with yourself. It's very New Vegas in a, in a, in yeah, a fun way. Yeah. And it tells you what happened. I mean, and I was, I was fairly satisfied with what I did on all those. Then I walked forward into the light and was reborn with none mm-hmm. of my shit and a cool ship. And I went to the lodge and it gives you the option to skip the entire main quest uh-huh. and go on to the end part. I don't recommend Which that. I did. Okay. So you you skip the entire main quest and it now now it reveals where all the artifact pieces are. You go up to the eye and the Russian guy points them all out to you. So you can go out to get all the pieces right off the bat if you want with your decent ship. And I haven't gone back to it since, but I am curious what happens if you do another loop from there. There are a couple really cool things that I've read. Okay. All okay, that have like, to do with with constellation. Okay. One, you get an evil version of yourself. 
Oh, nice. Fun shit like that. Okay. With okay. Like one with an evil Andresia that sounds pretty harrowing. Ooh. Yeah. You fight you fight an evil version of yourself? Like on, on another I, I'm loop? assuming that's that's what that's what Wikipedia said. Oh, okay. One where constellation is kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, this I mean, the loop that the first loop you go back to, it's almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, I I might go back to it. I don't know the the idea. I mean, you start off with nothing. You've got your armor and a ship. That's it. No weapon, no money. And by skipping the entire main quest, I didn't have any time to earn anything. So here's what I love about it. One of the best parts of starting a new Bethesda game is hoovering up shit when you've got nothing. Mm. Yeah. It's nice to experience that again. <laughs> I I don't think I want to go back to it until they honestly fix the console version though. Because well I, I mean, every time I played, I would crash at least twice. Oh, every wow, time. It's way too high. And and it, it wasn't even universal for all Series X owners. They haven't really said what it is, right? It, it has to be something to do with how it saves and its autosaves get pushed up to the cloud servers or something like that. It's got to be that. But the, nothing I tried remedied it. So every time I played... There was always this constant fear of it just crashing to the menu. Just done. See, I I think it crashed on me six times, period. Is there a quick save? Oh, yeah. So that's what I had to do. I got to the point where I was quick saving like every couple of minutes. Hmm. Just because I was terrified. And and that just kills the rhythm of the game. Especially on console, where it's like, I have to go to a menu, I have to choose quick save. I couldn't hit F5 to quick save. It was like, a oh, bunch I of put it on my spacebar. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> see, that makes sense. You can quick save all you want. So like I use a controller and I just like tap it and it works. Yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate handles it really well. It's just like one button's another one button to bring up a menu, one button to tap, and then it quick saves. And you're back and you're yeah. done. Yeah. It's, it's so, really quick in Baldur's Gate. It, yeah, you can't, was, you can't press start, start X and then you're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was an enjoyable experience. I'm not. I mean, I'm glad that I played it. I really enjoyed it, especially toward the end when they're talking about, you know, the infinite and multiple realities. And I love that kind of hard sci-fi shit. And I just, I just wish the journey was a little less perilous as a player. <laughs> so I, oh, there's just nobody makes a city like Bethesda. Yeah. They just feel good to. Oh be. yeah, let's go back to yeah. Cyberpunk. Yes. Okay. Everyone talks about how well all the reviews I read and the previews I read talked about um, how much more uh, Dogtown feels like a re- a real place where people live. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. I think it's as good as any of the other good spots in the first or in the base game. That felt like that too. It feels exactly as good as all of those. <laughs> and I, hey, um, I love my new desert Las Vegas, or my new um post-apocalypse of Las Vegas with all this neon shit. Yeah, no, the... the All the buildings and shit in, in there all look really cool. Ooh, and it's nice worked... that this is also dense and... Go ahead. Did you do... um? Did you uh, secure power for Mr. Hands? Yes! That was so good, that whole yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, what pissed me off, though, is it, it adds... Uh, it forces you to add a new piece of cyberware what? that you can never remove. 
You can't uh-huh. unequip that thing. Hello? And I don't want that thing. Like, it, it sets it as your... And what it is, is it's... Uh, Hello? It's kind of like cloaking, but it ch- completely changes your appearance to a different character once you're... And if, if you are chased by the cops, you break line of sight, you hit this thing, you lose the cops, is the idea. It's been a great couple of weeks, people that like giant holographic cats. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay. Giant holographic okay. cats yeah. that are pretty Me- fucking meet- great. Meeting oh, okay. Hands was cool. It is unnerving that uh, they completely changed the voice actor for Hands yeah, within Phantom different. Liberty. But then when you're doing side quests for Hands no. outside of Phantom Liberty, it's the original voice actor. Ew. <laughs> yes, it's weird. That sucks. I it's didn't even weird. Have try that. Yeah, it's like, like maybe the guy was like, I know how much money you guys are spending on this. You're going to have to pay me $20,000 to be Mr. Hands again. And they're like, okay, no. <laughs> Fuck off. You guys aren't in the union yet. Yet. Soon. Soon. So after Starfield, I did, I mean, like I said, done with Starfield, come back to it someday, maybe. Um, It's time to play little games again. I've played Under the Waves, which is a underwater, I don't know, it's it's basically first-person or third-person adventure thing. Um, The story goes, you are working in an underwater like repair area for the giant nameless oil conglomerate and shit goes down Um, but you're also there to hide out because you are trying to deal with the death of your daughter several years ago Hmm. which is reasonable plot things but the problem is this is either funded or quantic dream is involved so Uh. nobody talks like a person Uh. (laughs) people don't behave yeah, is, I, people, is Quantic Dream actually involved, or are you just saying? Yes, it's no, no. Quantic Dream. Is oh, involved. it does. Okay, Quantic Dream. Involved, <laughs> yes. It. Yeah, I, I don't know if they just funded it or published it or what, but they are involved. So, you've got these two different storylines happening of the guy dealing with the grief of losing his daughter and hallucinating underwater and seeing crazy shit, and then you've also got an interesting anti-business, anti-oil story happening of how this oil company is. is ruining the environment you're down there trying to fix things so there's two sides to this and the problem is because no one behaves or talks like a person <laughs> it becomes there's no impact it doesn't there's no resolution to any of it what it does nail though is the feeling of moving underwater it's actually very well done but just swimming or moving around in the sub just just to feel the momentum of it is it really good it feels really nice and then they also it, it the isolation. You don't see any other people through the entire game. It's huh. it's you, and people on the radio, and then fish, and and a really cool sea lion who gets killed by oil in a very sad moment. So the isolation works and the movement works, but every time this guy talks to himself, it's like God, shut up, get over it, get over <laughs> yourself. It's no, funny. I've got one more monologue. I I mean. If they would have waited a little while to introduce the whole guys running away from his wife and the memory of his daughter thing. But it's like, you get down there and the first thing he does is like, I miss my daughter. I'm like, well, shut up. No, this is terrible. Work into that. The very, the very first night he's down there, he's having vivid nightmares about, you know, revisiting some car accident scene. I'm like, God, you didn't earn that yet. It's not there. It really yeah. pisses me off that Quantic Dream is known as like a narrative, a narrative studio, a studio that does stories. Yeah, they're not a studio that does good stories. No, they just won't stop. Is all, and they're fucking terrible at it. God damn it. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's yeah. It's a tragedy. I, it 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 is because this could have been you could have done this with some subtlety and maybe some sensitivity for people who've actually had real loss, you know? But it's just in the end it was just not not impressive. Okay. So uh, then I jumped into the Crew Motorfest. Oh. Which is literally Ubisoft looking at Forza Horizon going, we can do that. Guess mm. what? They can't. No, they can't. No. Um, it's mechanically all the pieces are there. You've got a map to drive around in. You've got events to go do. Cool stuff like that. Cars handle fine. Looks pretty good. But somehow they ruin Hawaii. Okay, what this place takes place. It, it takes it place in Hawaii, right? But they have different. Uh, they call them playlists of events, and a lot of them are themed around other other nations. Like there's the Japanese playlist, the American muscle car playlist, and now I'm doing like the the Porsche playlist. And instead of letting you just race in the environments, they drop this this gaudy, terrible like memorabilia from the country into the environment. Like when you're doing the Japanese one, there's dragons all over the place. When you're doing the American muscle car ones, there's flags and stars and other gaggy shit all over the place. So they, they clutter up, which is honest. They clutter up what is honestly a pretty good representation representation of Hawaii with all this extraneous bullshit. Just let me look at the sunrise over the volcano, you dumb motherfuckers. I don't need to see a dragon circling the the, the track. Okay, it's it's just it's garish. And and I don't know. It's proof that that Playground Studios actually has something that they're doing with the Forza Horizon series when someone else makes almost a carbon copy and still doesn't get it right. <laughs> Some It's Ubisoft, so why are we surprised by this? But, I don't know. Sometimes both they got... Of the, both of these games are 75 on Metacritic. Yeah, 75, 75 for Under the Waves feels about right. Uh, 75 on 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 the crew motorsports has to be someone who didn't play any of the Forza Horizon games. <laughs> it's like you don't know what these games should feel like. They're the the problem. Well, so Forza Horizon, the events feel integrated in the environment because they are. You drive up, you stop, you start a race. Cool, you're in the same environment. It, you're exploring the same world, right? When oh. you pull up to an event. When you pull, I mean, when you pull up to an event in 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 this one in Motorfest, it is, but because it changes the visuals so dramatically, it, it feels removes like you from the environment. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't feel like one continuous plot of land that you're running around in, which defeats the whole purpose of having an open world driving game. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know how much of it I'll do. I mean. Assassin's Creed came out today. I'm not going to buy that. I got to wait for them to patch it because it is an Assassin's Creed game. Getting good Spider-Man reviews. What's uh, what's the name of the new one? Mirage. Mirage. Yeah, it's reviewing pretty good. Yeah, people like it. Mirage. Yeah. Most focused Assassin's Creed gears is music to my ears. Seventy-seven. Ooh. Based on eighty reviews. Ooh, who hates and it? And how did Valhalla do? Valhalla must have been in the mid '80s. It must. It wasn't the mid '80s. It was high. It was, I got. I saw some '90s for that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe people aren't ready to go back to an actual Assassin's Creed game where you have to assassinate people in a sneaky manner. Well, like the thing is, I I kind of feel like I could... Like, it's been a while since I played a new AAA, beautiful, open-world Hitman. game. 
Um, well, kind of, yeah, but I, I definitely haven't enjoyed an Assassin's Creed game in a long time, but right now I definitely have the appetite for something kind of like that. Um, but, what is it today, the 5th? I yeah, have exactly Spider-Man's... two. I have exactly two weeks till Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. I would get something now if we're gonna do it. Apparently, it's fifty bucks on Amazon. What the fuck? Ooh. Mirage. Yeah. It's Mine already on sale. Click. See what happens. I don't know. It, it is October, so I will have to play something scary at what some point. Fuck? In time. It is. It's fifty bucks on Amazon. Really? God damn. For yes, physical or for a code? For, for physical. Delivery yeah. October 27th to November 20th. Oh, yeah, because it would be mailed. Because it's physical. You don't want a physical game. No, I definitely don't want a physical game. I but can't fi- use a physical 50 bucks. Game. I mean, this is 50 bucks. Oh, no, this is Amazon.com. Uh, where's the option? Oh. Uh, Are you somehow connected to the American site? .ca. Oh, you CCA. What do they want? Seventy Canadian, probably. Uh, AC Mirage. Click. I will definitely play it eventually. Eighty bucks. Oh no! That's yeah. the oh, there it is. That, that's, the del- <coughs> that's the deluxe edition. No, I'll 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 play it eventually because I kind want I want to see how Bossum became the bad guy that he was. Seventy. Bucks. I don't feel compelled to spend actual money on it when I could simply wait for the disc to appear. Yeah, it'd probably be one of those games I pay for and then just never fucking touch. Oh, I would never do that. What are you talking about? Yeah. So you fell back into something, Alex. I did fall back into something. I I have had I have eaten a lot of good food lately. The last couple months have been a buffet of excellence. And I just I wanted to see how well Remnant stacked up to Baldur's Gate, to Starfield, to freaking um Oh my god! What if I did cyberpunk? You wanted to compare an apple to a bunch of oranges. I did, but <laughs> is, like, does this is this still a fun experience to me even after all this filet mignon? And yes, yes, it was. I saw a bunch of stuff I hadn't seen before yet, which is kind of like the the neat thing about it. There's always a dungeon you haven't quite gone through, a little twist you haven't seen with new weapons you haven't seen. Um, I got busy unlocking all the classes I wanted to because I played the first time on easy. I wanted to get a feel for a good class, pick that secret class, start out that way. I realized you need to be getting a second class as fast as you can. I waited way too long. Like, the second you get 1,500 scrap, you need to buy a class so that you're just leveling that up at the same time. So my new game is going well. It's a fun little shooter. I I don't blame anyone that doesn't like it, but I I love it. It's it's fast-paced. It's rewarding. I get in over my head sometimes, and there's always just one more bastard-ass boss that kills me a million times. Hmm. And once you finally beat him, it feels so good. Good game. No, the, the bosses felt like... Some of the bosses just felt like absolute bullshit to me. Maybe just because yeah. I wasn't... Like, I wasn't dialed into min-maxing my kit to the point that I needed to be for the game or something. Um, and it just felt so unfair that I really didn't give a fuck. I see that. Like I don't blame anyone for, ape, for feeling that way. If you the challenge of from software, you have to bring the design of the design level that from software is capable of, where you can just learn the pattern. And there was just too much fucking bullshit. Like, you, I got, was it like a frog thing in the sewers? There's one thing in the hmm. sewers where there's a bunch of uh, there's like a bunch of enemies on a 
below the boss and um and there's just a few little platforms you can like run and jump around to actually shoot at the boss while the boss is shooting at you You oh it's a glowing ball yeah yeah okay yeah that guy sucks you're right but every if i had to say the worst boss boss in the game is that guy Almost every boss... No, no, there was another one that was even worse for me. Um, but every uh, boss felt like that level of bullshit. Like, mm. and I... Do, I the game... Um, the game wasn't as cool enough and didn't spark my imagination to the degree that it needed to to get me to continue with it. Now, just rolling through a level and fucking with the peon level enemies in a level, that was satisfying in the old Resident Evil 4 way. Yeah. I didn't mind that. with the mobs. But the bosses just it was it was too much bullshit for um, f- for a game that didn't offer enough in return, kind of. And mm. you're you're talking about you know you're you're hitting these new I'm just shitting all over this you're hitting you're hitting these new enemies you're hitting these new dungeons that you've never seen before and finding these new weapons you've ever seen before. The downside of that is that the reason you're hitting them is because your access to them is randomly controlled. You yeah. can never guarantee that if you decide you want to go find this gun, um, well, just keep on re-rolling the world until you end up in this particular uh, version of this world. It's like, fuck's sakes. There's no way to go there? No, no. You just have to keep on rolling the dice. I'm like, fuck off. It's, it's a game like that, a 50-50 shot, but uh, yeah. It, it's, it's not 50-50. It is, there's, there's two different versions of each world. of all, like So like nine different worlds. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I, I kind of liked getting it remixed a little bit, getting them out mm-hmm. of order, finding weapons I, I didn't find to the end game almost immediately. And I know what to do with them. Did you? I don't uh, know. Did you, oh God, what's it called? The Scion class or something like that? Did you look Scion up how to class. get that crazy one? The Archon? No, you have to make Archon. a whole new game just to get it. You have to. It involves you getting like one class specifically just to level five. It's dumb. Yeah. Only data yeah, miners are able to find it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I probably I'll probably never do that. That, that sounds the like the unlock for the Archon class was just fucking ridiculous. And I saw that, and I'm like, I'm never playing this game again. The rest aren't anywhere near as finicky. I got them all in about two hours. No, I, I unlocked a bunch of them. Like I got like Engineer and uh, a engineer. bunch of others. Um, and I didn't play it that long. Like I maybe put twenty hours into that game total. But I unlocked That's a, a good bunch. bit. You know, I I unlocked a bunch. But then it was just the point was like, man. Pull the Chamberlain. Fuck this game. <laughs> I think you would have had more fun, fun if you started with the Handler. I did start with the Handler. Oh, okay. I love my little pooch. Yeah. It's nice getting up. revived when the bullshit hits. Yeah. But, like, the late, late game teaches you just to almost never get hit, and that's when the game kind of opens up. Yeah. Could not abide that game. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, just mopping up stuff in Cyberpunk... Found a bunch of missions in Night City proper I hadn't done. That was neat. I just I'm I'm eating so good. Yeah, it kind of wants like a 2.0 asks for a, a full replay of the full thing. It does. There's so much going on. It's much yeah. better economy wise. I kind of want to restart the whole fucking game. I I did. It was totally worth it. You restarted and then played all the way through to. Uh... Oh yeah. Dude, oh, well. I finished up um, the um, Voodoo Boys quest right as it was unlocking. I, it was crazy how good my timing was. What uh, what level were you when you uh, when you got into the Phantom Liberty? Twenty five. Wow, 
I went in at 50, and so I have hit the level cap. I'm at 60 now. Oh, no. No, no, it's fine. I hate hitting level caps. He's satisfied like feeling, with his power. I like feeling powerful. And, like, the thing in Starfield where you can start over with all your skills intact, but none of your equipment. Like, I remember in Fallout 3, I specifically challenged myself to travel the world, obtain all the weapons I wanted, level up to level 20, which was the cap in Fallout 3, Ridiculous. but not have completed a single quest. So I ah. could then begin the game with my chosen build <laughs> and exercise my build throughout the game. And so you Starfield have just lets you fucking it. do that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like they designed that specifically for me because that's exactly yeah, what I would yeah, do. I mean, it's a good you know, idea. It is a good idea, but the, the only issue is like with my build, I'm so like honed in to like pistols that if as soon as i find even a shitty pistol You're i will be with it. insane yeah yeah i i regret over specking into combat and ignoring like persuasion and uh outpost stuff i i, I never touch any outpost stuff my persuasion was a hundred percent maxed out persuasion breaks the game in a great way yeah yeah plus there's also once you get that internal um uh yes the mind control uh, I, from the, the evil mind corporation control, I never le- I never leveled it up, but you can level it up and make people do really silly things. Yeah, like this this game will just nonchalantly drop. Oh hey, you ha- you unlocked a whole new skill. I'll have you can level that up if you want. Fucking Starfield, man. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem being OP. Like I wouldn't bother me <laughs> being OP in New Game Plus. And there's just so much other stuff you can spec into, like spaceships you'd never be able to pilot. That is just you can just make a giant mining party bus if you want. Ah. Right at the end, I had to. Uh... And you need to get a, a better ship to basically get to the last two pieces, and the free the the, the freelancer freestar freestar alliance, the ship that you get for theirs didn't have the range for no. that, and I couldn't find a place that I could upgrade, but I also had a quarter of a million credits. Yeah. So I just went out just and bought a ship. ship that was ridiculous. It had. Mm-hmm. I didn't even need to aim my guns anymore. I just had turrets. I just get close and things died. Mm. It was so good. Like, and it only I didn't appreciate ships until I got a sick ship. Fuck, that yeah. reminds me. Yeah. Uh, Alex, did you end up doing those vehicle delivery missions for uh, for Mumar? Yeah, one or two. And then I got okay. way too much money and I stopped. <laughs> yeah, and okay, well, here's the thing. You do enough missions for him, he gifts you an outlaw. What? Which is the new most expensive car in the game. And you remember the Caliburn? The Rayfield uh, Caliburn? Uh, the Batman car. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that that was the fastest car in Cyberpunk. It might still be. Um, the Outlaw handles about as well as the Rayfield Caliburn does. Hmm. It, its acceleration is fucking sick, but it is way bigger, it is way heavier, and it has two machine guns mounted in the front underneath the hood. <laughs> So you're basically driving James Bond's Audi around. It's uh, fucking awesome, and you get it for free. And the more of those car delivery missions you get, it's fucking. It's a wicked system. It's a brilliant system. The more of those car delivery missions you do, uh, you do one, you get uh, a discount at the car shop where it's like 7% off or 10% off or whatever it is. You do another one. Now, if you were to buy a car, it'd be 14 or 20% off. You do another one, now it's 30%. And so I very quickly built it up to 100%. It was just like, okay, that one. <laughs> Get it for free. 
And then it, you just can uh, continue doing those. <clears throat> something about the last couple years of gaming, you get a good sense of what material feels like. Like, you look at a car seat in Cyberpunk, and you're like, yeah. that looks comfortable. Or, like, you look at a couch in Starfield, like, I want to take a nap on that couch. I know yeah. I can feel what it feels Mega like. Mega textures. That's yeah. the Unreal Engine, Great. you know? Yeah. It's, it's just a nice... It's not worth the next generation leap, but it is nice. I like seeing the felt and, like, leather straps. No, I really appreciate it. I absolutely yeah. appreciate it. So does that mean it's time for headlines? Uh, I think so. Headlines. In entertainment news, stand-up Beth Stelling's new special, If You Didn't Want Me Then, is now on Netflix. I watched it. Two thumbs up. I love Beth Stelling. Um, I already said Our Flag Means Death is back. Watch that. And uh, Starstruck is also back on H- on HBO now. I watched, I think, the first episode. And it's sad because now they're broken up. And there was like a montage at the beginning of the first episode of how their relationship fell apart. Uh, in Overwatch news, the October season for Overwatch 2 includes a bunch of Diablo-themed skins, including a Lilith skin for Moira, an Asmodan skin for Wrecking Ball, and a cool like Diablo Angel skin for Pharah, where she's got the hood and like the white wings Ooh. coming off her back. It looks really fucking cool, and I'm yeah, definitely not paying I money for any of it. Angel. Yeah, the Angel design is kind of wicked. Uh, the somber re- rework was sort of revealed this week, and here's the thing: like, what's my main in Overwatch? Uh, Tracer. Uh, Tracer. That's right. Now, you know who I play when I'm not getting value on Tracer? Sombra. Sombra. <laughs> Sombra. Yeah. So, the whole thing on Sombra is, uh, for me, I go Sombra specifically when there's a Widow that I can't deal with on Tracer. And I can often deal with Widows on Tracer. She's a, an acceptable uh, widow, uh, Widowmaker counter. Widowmaker, for the listener, is just a sniper. She hangs way in the back and can one-shot your, your team. And... Uh, but the problem in Overwatch 2 is there's less cover to get to that Widowmaker. There's one less tank uh, to take that Widowmaker's attention. So it's harder for a Tracer to sneak up on a Widowmaker. Once I'm in range, I'm still pretty lethal against her, but getting in range is really hard for Tracer in Overwatch 2. For Sombra, it's not a problem, because she just turns invisible, walks up beside the Widowmaker, waits for her to scope in, and then shoots her in the head. Um yeah. It's very, very effective. And then if it goes well, I teleport away to a health pack. If it goes poorly and I don't get her, I teleport away to a health pack. With the somber rework, you can no longer teleport away to a health pack. Oh. So what they've done, they say they've tuned the damage numbers for her machine pistol. We don't know what that means. Uh, Her stealth, you can't activate it anymore. It now just occurs when she's out of combat. And it will That's automatically. Dumb. And there's a very large circle around her that I think will reveal you to enemies if you get close enough to them. And it's very large. I'm kind of concerned about that. Uh, so, because there's not a button to activate stealth anymore, that button now throws a projectile. If that projectile impacts an enemy, it does a little bit of impact damage and then it, uh, it hits them with a damage over time. That damage over time is increased if the target has been hacked already. Um, but it's harder to be invisible to get to him to hack him. It's harder to be invisible to get to him to hack him. I don't think you can hack from invisibility anymore. That's certainly the impression I get. Um, and uh, she, ha- the stealth passive replaces her previous passive, which was opportunist, which is you can see low health enemies through walls, which was huge. And uh, any enemies you've hacked, you deal increased damage to. They've removed that. 
So the incentive for a Sombra to hack someone <laughs> seems to be reduced. It's possible that they increase the uh, the ability lockout duration on hack, because right now it's like 1.5 seconds. Um, and if they increase it back to 5 seconds, like people are going to be pissed to, to play against Sombra again, so I don't think they'll do that. But the biggest change is her translocator. Now, when she throws the translocator, after a set amount of time, she will just disappear to it and reappear where it is. Uh, or if it hits a wall, that'll activate the, the teleport. So, any other character in the game with a movement ability, like Tracer's Blink, uh, Mercy's Guardian Angel, uh, Bap's Jump, uh, Kariko's Jump, um, any literally any movement ability. What happens is you press the button and then you move. You get out of the way of whatever's about to kill you. Reaper has an ability where he is called Shadow Step, where he... He aims where he wants smoke. to go. He turns yeah. in. Well, uh, he he kind of disappears where he is, and the moment that it takes him to disappear, you can still shoot him in the head. Well, while he's disappearing, but it takes about a half a second, and then he reappears somewhere else. You don't really know where, wherever he was aiming at the time when he activated the the ability. When Sombra throws her translocator, there is a big animation saying, "Hey, the Sombra's about to move. Shoot her." You see the translocator fly. Once she disappears, you know exactly where she went and exactly where she's going to go because you saw the translocator go. Um, it makes translocator not the worst movement ability in the game, but definitely up there with Shadow Step for the worst fucking movement abilities in the game. Uh, they say this is because they want Sombra to be more committal. They want her to commit to an engagement. So really, what the translocator throw is for is not to get out of situations. It's to get into them. It's to throw it up to the high ground where a widow is. And boop, now you're beside the widow. Um, but if you're in a fight, that translocator is not going to be very good at getting you out of it. So they've basically changed what the character is. They've completely changed how Sombra yeah. plays. And people who apparently have played it um, kind of behind closed doors for Blizzard say that it's really frustrating to play as a tank against it because you're just constantly getting hacked. And it's really, really frustrating. Because um, that's all she can really do is just hack a tank over and over and over again. Um, so I'm not particularly enthused about this. We'll see. Uh, I hope she's still good at killing Widowmaker. It sounds like she will, but it sounds like if you fail to one-clip that Widow, you're going to die. Because you can't escape anymore. Yeah. Jennifer Hale revealed this week that she was only paid $1,200 to voice Naomi Hunter in Metal Gear Solid 1, which went on to make $175 million. How much was David Hayter paid is the question. Mm, probably, sure. probably like three grand at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kojima has made it very clear he does not care for David. I don't know why. Well, maybe David was an asshole about the character. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Like, I, I, I can like see. A nice guy. He does seem like a nice guy, but I also know that actors can get emotional and possessive about this shit. Mm -hmm. I honestly and think Kojima gets too much of a pass. Yes. Uh, not like from. I think. I think we times. hold Kojima account for all the douchey Tom Cruisiness that he exudes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like a fifty-year-old guy still wearing that fucking jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody that Guillermo del Toro is that tight with can't be awful. Um, well, I think they just, they, they approach it as that they're both artists, but Guillermo artists. doesn't appreciate that he's a much better artist than Hideo yes. is. And the fa I'm sure Hideo knows that, and so is so I nice to Guillermo 
that of course Guillermo was going to love this guy who's super I, nice I to him and loves all his work. Just, do you think Kojima knows that though? Do you I think, don't he, think does? he does? I don't. I, I, no, I don't think he does. I don't. I like if he did, he'd hire a fucking editor and then listen to him. Like I, he's I, I high think, in his own supply, but yeah, he, engaging. He literally so. sniffs his own farts. I mean, this yes. is that's who we're dealing with here. So it's yes. <laughs> a man who names a major character Die Hard Man gives no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Porter Bridges. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm sure that like in Japanese, the fact that these guys like, did you know that Die Hardman means Die Hard in English, and all the Japanese people are like, oh, um, they're. I, there, it, it's there's like, no way it's, someone who spoke English didn't address his, their concerns to somebody in that company. It's like if there's an Asian chick with wisdom written across her arm in English. Yeah. And someone goes, what does that mean? She goes, oh, this? This means wisdom in English. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's, it's like, it's like the, the white girl with the, with the kanji tattoo. It doesn't work in any language. It's also embarrassing. Uh, CD Projekt announced that Cyberpunk 2077 has sold 25 million copies. Don't call it a comeback. Made made some money with that. Okay. Yeah, there was an article today on Kotaku basically saying they spent 120 million to get Cyberpunk back to where it is now. Well spent. To correct the issues of... of And this is the only DLC they're doing, correct? Yeah, they're so fucking done with their engine. (laughs) Yeah, they're moving on to... I want to say... Unreal Engine 5? I think it was Unreal, yeah. yeah. It was also Witcher, announced today... It's, it's Witcher 4, right, that they're doing next? Yes. Okay. Uh, they also announced today they're doing... I think it's a live-action series for Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. No. No, don't do yeah. that. Don't do don't that. Do that. We can't, you can't just fart out another Edge Runners. You, that, you were so lucky. You were Well, no, they weren't lucky. They got Studio Trigger to do it. So unless they get, like... I don't know the the guy who did uh, uh, the Last of Us to do their <laughs> to oh. do their oh, cyberpunk. The guy who did Chernobyl, you mean? Yes, that guy? exactly. Yeah, you get that guy to maybe <laughs> the guy make who series. wanted his name taken off the Borderlands screenplay. That guy, Craig Mann. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he he's interested in movies. And but the thing is, if you're going to do cyberpunk live action, holy shit, your budget better be like fucking. Amazonian. It better be Lord of the Rings uh, on Amazon. Size. Yeah, the last season of The Witcher did not have the budget this needs. So exactly. Let's see. Exactly. Uh, One of those fun moments where I turned to Laura and like, we're done with this, right? And she's like, oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was just watching it for you, baby. No, like I was like, uh, I, season three gets two episodes, and I was like, you done? We're done. <laughs> uh, five former Ubisoft executives, including uh, Serge. Serge Hasquet and Tommy Francois have been arrested following a year-long investigation by the French authorities into claims of sexual assault and harassment at Ubisoft. Hmm. Gross. I will be satisfied when something actually happens. Yeah, it's and th- like you got to remember that when these things came out, all they ever said was nope, nope, nothing happened, absolutely not. These people are all crazy. And yep. then the cops look at it for a while and they're like, actually. There's a lot of evidence here, and we think maybe, we're going to charge you with it. Maybe, maybe some, yeah. a lot of stories hey, lining up. Oh, good. Believe women. Uh, Rockstar added a 60 FPS mode to Red Dead Redemption 1 on PS5, because everyone generous. wanted that. But not in the PS4. That's kind of funny. You know what? Well, maybe the PS4 couldn't do it. But, uh, well, of course it could. Um, I doubt that very much. <laughs> give me the 60 yeah, FPS patch for Bloodborne, a... you cowards. <laughs> no. 
I, I think they're just I think they're just they're mad at us for asking for it now. <laughs> uh, the I, bet Batman... the game gets a lo- I bet it gets a lot easier at 60 FPS. I guess. There's I guess probably I mean, have they explained why they won't do it? It's it's just probably something with the timing in the game that's based on 30 frames per second. No, they, they have to no. redo the engine. No, I think it didn't have sell basically half as gone well as in and changed it. Hackers have basically gone in and changed it. Yeah. And just said, yeah, it totally works. And I'm pretty sure they get had it running on a PS4 doing 60. You're you're kidding. I think. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. Yeah. That hurts. Just you know. got it working no problem. But I'm not going to mod my uh. PlayStation for this, but I want it. Uh, <coughs> the Batman full price. I would, pay, I would pay full, full price for that. I don't give a shit. I would pay full price for that in a 4K mode. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the Batman Arkham Trilogy on Switch has been delayed till December, at which point it will still look like ass. <laughs> just don't worry about it, guys. Don't, they're making the Switch, too. Just, just don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, Eagle-Eyed Game... Okay, well, these are classics. They first came out on PS3. Yeah, they're old. They yeah. are old. So, like, but... me, the Switch could probably run them at 1080. Maybe. 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 I wouldn't trust I the, still don't believe the, the Witcher 3 actually runs on there. Not well. Not well, no. They're, they're uh, selling it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the cartridge. It's a real thing. Eagle-eyed gamers last week noticed that Sony has removed all trailers for its Knights of the Old Republic remake, which was announced September of 2021. Sony says it's normal and simply due to a music licensing issue, but in July 2022... <laughs> Bloomberg had reported that a proof-of-concept demo for the game failed to impress at a review meeting, leading to several Project Leads being let go. Oh, Project Leads, even? Mm-hmm. And, no, I'm pretty sure they gave it to a different company. I'm pretty sure... If, oh, I want to say yeah, Saber Interactive, they, but they, I'm not sure that's true. Yeah, they, somebody got booted off the project entirely. Yeah. Yeah, it just went to a different team. That's a um, bummer. Yeah, you, you know who they should have given it to? They should have just given it to the fucking uh, Bend. Ben could do it. Ben's great with graphics, great with animation, great with uh, story presentation. Give it to Sony Bend. I mean, I'm sure Ben is working on something. That's why they yeah, didn't help it. But Ben could do it. Naughty Dog could do it easily. What the fuck is going on at Naughty Dog? Uh, the continuation of the uh, regime that we all know and love. Fucking Druckmann. Druckmann must pay. Just talking about getting high on your own farts. God, he's insufferable. What's and I, I guarantee, I care. Here's a reason why the only episode of that show anyone talks about is the one he had nothing to do with. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna make Last of Us three. Uh, and we're all gonna play it, and it'll probably. I, I don't be... know. I I sped out two almost immediately. I was so fucking bored. There's too much story in two, but the gameplay of two was fucking immaculate. I bet. I I loved the action of 2. There was just way, way too much story to get through to get to the action. The action was wonderful. I just want that open world. Like, give me that in a world that I can explore and still have these six action sequences in. That'd be amazing. Naughty Dog needs to get into fucking action RPGs. I've been saying this for years. But would you you like a multiplayer game that we'll probably never release? No. 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 You sure? We're going to waste five years on it. I would try the <laughs> multiplayer game that you do release, but not the one that you don't. Never the one that you don't. For obvious okay, reasons. but we're killing the we're killing Team Cherry just out of spite. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
No, Who's killing Team guys. Cherry? No, What's going them. on? They talk shit on? about Neil on Twitter. Yes, die. Oh, okay, okay. Team Cherry talked shit about Neil Druckmann? No, no, they didn't. Oh. No, we don't. Oh, okay. I, so I would got not... really juicy and then really dry. If it ever came out that Neil Druckmann put out, like, an unofficial, like, industry fatwa on somebody, I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I did it to Amy Henning. I guarantee it. He does seem the type. We all hate Neil Druckmann here. Because, like, not a oh, word yes. out of her about that job for decades, and then she just, like, she's so mad at Naughty Dog. By what which I'm say? sure she means Neil. What did she say? Well, she just... Have you not read the stories from um, Thieves' End? About how she got kicked off? No, well, I know she, you know, no. Fluck him up. Well, I, but I haven't read him in, like, five right years. Here and you know it. Like, she just, she just never said a single rotten word. And then, like, she, she gets out. She's like, no, they pushed me out. It really hurt. And why would you want to make Amy, Amy Heading hurt? I don't understand. She gave everything to that studio. For we don't power. talk about it enough. Because no, we're worse yeah. off when she's not working. We are. 100%. Yeah. No, Neil sucks. I agree with that. Someday, before I die, we'll she will towel. make... No. Oh, she she'll make another ma- game. She'll make another Legacy of Kane game. Ooh. Oh, bullshit. Never. No, no. Yeah, just I think that would make a half decent anime. Just, oh, hey, hell yeah. That would make a okay, couple I, seasons of that. I thumbed through the Wikipedia the day. The actual, the raw story is pretty good. Oh, the story is bonkers. Yeah. The story is yeah, bonkers. Yeah, really Legacy good. Yeah. What has to happen is they need to remake the very first game remake Blood Omen be because cool. Blood Omen was a janky ass PS1 game that honestly wasn't very good but it wasn't was it kind of like, like a free roaming RPG kind of thing it was also like a vampire Zelda yeah it was a weird yeah. like top down isometric thing it just it just didn't feel good to play right I could yeah. see where they were going but it didn't get there but it it's... introduced Kane so remake I feel like that. it inspired The Witcher <laughs> the game version yeah yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. What's his yeah. face? That well, uh, it came out before um, Chrono Trigger, right? What? No, the, w- w- no, Chrono Trigger was Super Nintendo. Yeah, Chrono oh, Trigger was, was Super okay. Nintendo. Uh, Legacy Chrono game Cross. PS1. Yeah, Chrono mm, Cross was okay. PS1. Yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, the problem is going. If you go back to the first Blood Omen, just that's almost not playable. At least, like, the Soul Reaver games, or if they're just kind of 3D... No, the Soul Re- it would be harder to play a Soul Reaver game than it would be to play Legacy of Kane. In the same way, you can go back to, um, you know, uh, Link to the Past and play it and have a good time. You can. Uh, but if you were to go back to Super Mario 64, or it Ocarina is suddenly... Yeah, it is suddenly like, oh my god, these fucking controls, oh my god, these fucking graphics. Like, that is the ugliest generation of polygonal games that it, that have ever been. Ever been. Well, unless you're counting, like, fucking Star Fox, and I don't. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Well, yeah, early 3D was so bad. And as, it was. You know, it was. That's why Vanillaware was so missed. valuable to me. Because they just kept on doing 2D and made it gorgeous. They're working on some. What are they? I mean, they did their know. weird After mech game. After thirteen Sentinels, I don't know. Yeah. No, they're working on X. Um, there was a re-release of Grim Grimoire. Yeah. Not sure if it came out or not. I think it um, did. Nobody cared. 
Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're doing something because the studio's still there. They put out their their New Year's art this year, just like every year. So they're doing mm-hmm. something. I'm kind of mad that I'm not playing Mortal Kombat One. I'm a little it sounds like this is the one, one to miss. It well, was really, it was really nice. Like, I think we talked about it last week. It was really nice to hear the reaction to uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Fox's. Um, uh, Megan yeah. Fox. Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. Megan yeah. Fox's performance, where everyone's like, "Wow, she's just really, really bad." I'm like, "Thank you." Yeah. Thank you. She can't act. Like, th- there, there's bad, and then there's barely rolled out of bed. Yeah. I, she I barely rolled out of bed in some of these. What did she put in the trailer? I don't care about that. I care about the the kung fu nonsense of the single player mode, and then the. I don't know everything. I, I guess I've been watching it, and everything I see. The, the versus looks incredibly broken, but in a good way, because you've got, you choose your character, and you choose your cameo, your backup character, and there are some combinations of those that are absolutely insane. So, I don't know. Like, the, the, the we'll graphics and the art of the fight itself looks cool. I watched a, you know, like a 4K video of all the finishers, well, all, all the fatalities. They're not as good as, as 11. No, it's just, they're boring. It's fucking boring. Yeah. I, and it, it's, weirdly it sounds, boring. Yeah, it sounds funny, but I've been over finishing moves for a long time. They, it's like they have to do it because, hey, it's a Mortal Kombat game, but I... Yeah, but that first announcement, know. the finisher that uh, Scorpion did in the CGI announcement trailer was so fucking sick, it hyped me for it, and then you see what, what actually happens in game, and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, that's what they added uh, brutalities, where you have stuff that happens like in gameplay, and those are so much better. Mm-hmm. No. Because you, there are certain requirements you have to meet, and then it's actually like it doesn't stop. It's like boom, boom, blast hit, boom, guy explodes. Cool. It, it becomes part of the gameplay. It's not. It's not just like a code you put in after it's done. I don't know. I'll. It's still a busy couple of weeks because Spider Man's in two weeks, and then it kind of opens up. Is there anything so. after Spider Man this year? I don't think. Not so. really. Big. No. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything big after Spider Man. No. Yeah, maybe I should check out this Assassin's Creed. I do want to play Mirage. I just don't want to spend money money for a Ubisoft game. Why would I do that? I hate Ubisoft. Uh, I'm usually a wait five years and get it 30% off kind of guy. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm a a hot new graphics or hot right now kind of guy. (laughs) Yeah, there, I mean, no. There isn't. I mean, that Avatar game might come out this oh, year. No. Oh, come on. No, that's literally just Far Cry with blue people, which, you yeah, know, okay. It's been, it's it been could be okay. for a long time. No, it's, it's had that release date for a long time. I don't think they're going to miss it. I mean, I do not give any shits about the source material, but if it's just Nobody Far does. Cry on Alien Planet, I might, I might be down with that. I don't know. We'll see. Just the, 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 the creature designs in Avatar is so dumb. Like, let's take a whale and just add a bunch of whiskers to it. <laughs> You're not here's wrong. Where, here's where you plug your hair in. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is also how you have sex with things, so mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> I feel I feel really close to you right now. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> I've actually never seen any of those movies. Oh really? Not a one. They're, they're 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 perfectly fine airplane movies. Yeah, they're they're it's uh it's something to eat popcorn in front of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're very very good at that. Yeah. All right. 
That's, I mean, I suppose there are worse things you could say about a movie. There, there are. I just, I, I honestly, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just you know, hu- hugely formulaic. It's hard to really care about the characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like as much as I like, am down on the MCU lately. The, they're, every single Guardians is better than every single Avatar. Yes. From just a Agreed. plot level. Agreed. Like it was just a character depth, and I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. No, you're 100 percent right. And now Avatar. James Gunn's going over to DC, so what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, we got another, we got another season of Peacemaker. I'm, I'm okay with it. Oh, no, no. That's not happening until the next uh, Superman movie's done. Piss- uh, oh, which reminds me, speaking of superhero shit, I watched probably 75% of the first episode of Generation V on Amazon Prime. I'm hearing great things about it. I, uh, okay, it's, the, here's the thing. It's about a bunch of college kids who all have superpowers. Um... And I'm not interested in, like, Riverdale. Um, <laughs> ri- but this isn't Riverdale. This is the boys. So people die in gory ways regularly, like spectacularly. And the subject matter they're dealing with is really quite mature. Like, the storytelling is actually really quite mature. Uh, the way they handle the characters is really quite mature. And then just in case you think we're getting too mature... Here's a girl who can shrink down to the size of a chipmunk, and here she is working on a guy's dick. And so you, oh, you, yeah. have, you, have, you have a shot of the guy laying back just going, oh, yeah, and you've got this poor actress <laughs> gripping this giant prop, <laughs> doing her best. And that's fucking hilarious, but she tells the guy that she really doesn't want to do that before she does it, and it kind of takes a lot out of her to do it, and he's like, please... And she really, you can get the sense that she's really lonely and she really just likes this attention of this guy being into her. So she goes to the washroom and she pukes and pukes and pukes into the toilet. And when she comes up, she's half the size she was. Ah. Oh, and then, she, she, and then she catches her breath and keeps on puking. And then it goes into that scene I just described. So, so far, actually, Jen B is way... Shit. Is way better than I thought it would be. It's uh, okay. it's a lot more interesting. Uh, you immediately have uh, empathy and interest with the characters. Uh, I probably should give it a, another shake because it definitely wasn't Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really mature way to approach a sex scene. I would say shrinking, uh, like from an emotional level, what she has to give to not be lonely to this asshole. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it really it really connects you to the character and puts you on us. And yeah, uh, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, how does she get back to normal size again? Is it just, eating? I don't know. Maybe she just starts eating. Uh, we haven't covered that yet. I'm, I didn't even finish the episode. Okay, I, I just I feel sorry for this person now. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is actually a really good take in anorexia. Mm-hmm. All right. Look at look at what she's doing just to feel a little love. What she's doing to herself, the harm she's... It's, it's, yeah. I've seen rave rave reviews for it. I'm like, really? Well, let's check this out. The Rotten Tomatoes, Gen V. Tomatoes, Gen V. Click. 96%. I know. I'm, I'm telling you. People love 96% it. 96% tomato meter, 77% audience score. All well, right. Well, people I'll, are I'll stupid, though, so, I mean... <laughs> You can't trust what people think. Ugh. And and there's a new season of Lupin 
on Netflix. Ooh. That is at 98% on Tomato Meter. I didn't like the second season. I got turned off the, the second, second season. The second season kind of was... I liked the beginning of it, and then it just kind of tapered I, off. I, I loved the first season. The The Catacombs is the second season, right? I don't know. I, I think I watched like two episodes of the second season and then was like, meh, I'm bored. I should get another shake because I loved the first season. No, like the that um the big bad gets his, gets his, gets his at the end of the season too. Hmm. It's good. I should go back to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he exposes him and all his lies. <laughs> all right, so the wait begins for Spider-Man Two. Two weeks this out. This looks incredible. Oh, I'm yeah. It's, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm gonna get Mirage just so that Spider-Man can be a contrast to it, and I can go. It's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason they put it out two weeks before. Yeah. And what's her face? The president from um, The Expanse is in there, and we all love her. In Assassin's Creed or in mm-hmm. Spider-Man? Mirage. Okay. Never watched The Expanse. I know you loved it. Ooh. Okay. Um. You know the the sort of the older um. Ah, uh, the older uh, uh, Tally. The older, Tally right? from Mass Effect was a Corian. Okay, the older Corian. That's kind of like Tally's mentor. Fuck no, I okay. don't remember that shit. Okay, never mind. She's a great actress. She's good in that. Yeah, it's we we, we Chance and I have not replayed Mass Effect the trilogy. Yeah, you replayed it like this year, I think, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, did. I really did. On the deck, it was great on the deck. You and that yeah. dick. I love that dick. You know what's great in the deck? Witcher three. I was shocked. <laughs> like everything Unlike except for cities, buttery smooth at uh, sixty fps. Okay. And the major cities are only down to like forty five. It's it's good. It's it still not really bad. Fucking well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Magic. Uh, the the deck is magic. Magic. Just don't hold it on your lap. I can't. It gets a little warm. No, I want kids. I hold that in front of me on a recumbent bike. It's, it's some of us the are, weight. Some of us are done with that part. The weight makes it part of a workout. It's it. It could be a lot lighter. I have no excuse for that. Maybe it's it like can't. Five. I mean, maybe that's how they're trying to make it even slightly affordable. Like, <sighs> it's like five pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit much to hold on like it's that. It's a bit much. It's you had to get much. that thing with it's a kickstand. Much. Yeah. <laughs> Or just put it down on your desk and connect a Bluetooth controller for it to it. But now, why do you have a handheld? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. That's what I do. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Ba-dum. Ba-dum.